What's going on, everyone? This is Wes from the Today Well Lived podcast, coming at you from East Hollywood, California, my home, my sanctuary, where I record all my podcasts, where I eat Welch's fruit snacks and pistachios when I get drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we have our co-host, like we always do, and it is... Hey, it's Drew Garcia, and I am here live in the living room of Mr. One Wes Martinez for the first time. Not that I've been here f- for the first time, but this is the first time we're recording our any of our episodes here in the living room instead of the studio, a.k.a. Wes's bedroom, a.k.a. where, it ha- where the magic happens, <laughs> a.k.a. By the uh, way, I never say that. You say that. <laughs> well, you know, I'm trying to give you motivation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but we are recording from uh, my living room today because I I am a, a mess right now. Hurricane Wes hit that room. Yeah, my room. Hard. My room is a mess, and I don't like it. I'm not the cleanest guy on earth, but I'm also not that bad as my room is right now. So, um, but it was uh, for several reasons. I shot a little. Uh, web series yesterday here in my apartment so I had to move some stuff uh, into my room and then so I was pretty busy with that right and so that like means that I was in and out and so I didn't really like have a chance to clean my my room or even keep it up Um, and then and then because I've shot I shot some stuff I bought equipment I bought some some lighting uh, kits And, uh, I bought a couple other things. And so like the boxes are still in there. The instructions are all over my desk. I also had two pretty big auditions this week. So I have, uh, scripts from that there. (laughs) And, uh, so it's like, uh, that's the result of me being busy really is what it comes down to. So, uh, but nonetheless, I hate it. I don't, I don't like it. It makes me feel gross. Um, so that's why we're recording in the living room. Oh, and. I got drunk last night. <laughs> yeah, lots of things happened this week. Yeah. Which is nice to hear about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but how you doing, man? Uh, why don't you kick us off with, like, what P, uh, TWL is about? And then also, like, what is up in the world of Drew? Well, man, the Today Well Live podcast is a podcast chronicling the 2018 weight loss and transformation journeys of two Ba-ba-ba-ba. average... <laughs> we gotta have the the air horn in every uh, every uh, episode at least once. Um, where was I? Weight loss and transformation journeys of two big fat asses. Uh, I kid, I kid. Sorry, I know I say that a little too much. Been leaning into that, uh, trying to lean away from that a little bit more in the last few episodes. I don't know if you've noticed, but um, two average Joes who um, really just got together in 2017 at the end of 2017 to put together a little bit of content, a little bit of inspiration. Um, and hopefully a lot of conversations about being a little bit vulnerable um, to talk about this uh, this thing that's really hard for for myself, I know for you and for people out there that are struggling to find a way to find the motivation, the method and the reasons to get um, get off your ass and do something about your weight if you don't feel good about it. Yeah, for sure. Um... Yeah, I'm really proud of this podcast uh, because this is episode 36, right? 
It is. That's not a lot of people can say that, you know, like there is a ton of podcasts out there. There is, but like for everyone that actually goes past 10 episodes, there's got to be like a hundred that were produced or something. And I'm not trying to like toot our own horn, but it is a sense of accomplishment because this, you know, for our listeners, it's, it is work. And like, you know, it takes up a chunk of your day. Um, Drew has to drive, you know, like 45 minutes each way to do this podcast. We invested money. And so it's, it actually takes work. And then I have to do a little bit of post-production. I've gotten a little better at it. So it's, uh, so it's not as time consuming as it used to be, but uh, so we definitely put on the work. So I, I'm really proud of it, man. Like I'm really proud of that we're doing this. Yeah, I was, I was thinking of, uh, along the same lines um, this morning as I was preparing myself to come here. That I'm I'm one of those guys that has I'm an ideas guy, right? I like <laughs> I have I always have the the like these grand um, ideas that mm-hmm. if I could put even half of them to into the reality and bring them out of my mind and into reality um god there'd be a lot of stuff out there but um <laughs> a lot of awful sex- stuff a lot of terrible things as well but <laughs> i'm really happy that we got a chance to put this together and i and i'm very grateful that i found a uh, uh you know a co-host that is yeah. stuck with it because uh I think that more than anything is the consistency to say, "Hey, we're going to do this on a weekly basis." That's a big, that's a big time commitment. Um, and even this weekend, it's it's um, I'm I'm laughing at myself a little bit, yeah, because you are hungover. <laughs> and we this is by the way, this is Monday. This is Labor Day. Yeah, we're recording a day late because something came up in the schedule, right? And there was the option to just go ahead and skip, right? Yeah. So we rescheduled for today. And then I get a text this morning saying, "Hey man, I I I'm super hungover." <laughs> and I could hear Wes saying in his, you know, saying a little prayer even though he he's, he's an atheist. Saying a little prayer. I hope he just says, "Screw it, let's just do it next week." And I'm like, "Hmm. There's multiple reasons why I want to torture Wes. First of all, because he's hungover and I'm just a good friend, so that's my job. But second of all, I need to hold him accountable. Yeah. Right? There has to be consequences other than just yeah. a headache. Um, but 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 uh, also, we, we, we made a commitment of oh, uh, a few months back when we were starting to kind of falter yeah. uh, in, our, in our schedule and whatnot. And so I said, you know what? What better, what better thing to do for Wes than to hold him accountable and make him get on a microphone yeah have to face the sun today <laughs> and uh i just feel great about myself about yeah. it I, I really i really i really i'm, I'm so giddy inside over it because i know you had a terrible yeah. terrible morning <laughs> yeah it hasn't been good um but yeah it's uh i'm glad you did that uh there was a part of me that was like oh yeah maybe we can reschedule um <laughs> but it's all right uh I'm glad we're doing it. It's one of those things. It's like when you go hiking or you go to the gym, like you're just like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And then Mm. you're doing it. And then you're like, oh, this is actually really cool. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, um, but the reason why I drank last night is because, uh, my buddies, uh, threw a barbecue, uh, Labor Day barbecue slash birthday bash for me because it is my birthday tomorrow, September 4th. Um, and you know what, man, uh, I have been working my ass off. I went sober for, you know, six weeks, 
with the exception of one thing when like uh, the CEO of the company came into town and can't say no to uh, when the CEO says, let's go drink uh, some beers. I want to pick your brain about something. How do you say no? Right. Um, I guess you could, but I work at a beer company. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. So, uh, yeah, I went out last night and uh, went to that barbecue, had a good time, enjoyed myself. And then this morning I remembered why. I stopped drinking. <laughs> um, we were talking offline about this, but I was just like, man, I'm getting to that age. And not because it's my birthday tomorrow, but I just over the last year or so, I'm starting to like feel like the pain and the hangovers were like, I don't know if when I was younger, and I don't know what your thoughts on this are, but like, I don't know if when you're younger, you just have the will and the ability to like, muscle through a hangover or if the hangovers aren't as bad i think what it is is that your body doesn't really know what it is yeah right so uh, a few years back now a cousin of mine uh turned 21 so we the they decided to celebrate it in vegas so the whole crew yeah all 60 of us head out to vegas you know (laughs) i I exaggerate a little yeah (laughs) it's probably closer to 40 um and we go and we get we get lit up Especially this this kid, right? He's we we get him one of we get him beers, we get him shots, yeah. We get him one of those big, you know, those big. Uh, when you, you see people in Vegas, they buy them. They're like they're like a giant glass. They're like a funnel at the top, and then yeah. it's got a ball. Oh yeah, 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 the yeah. yard, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but they fill it with like something super sweet. There's liquor in it for God, sure, but it's mostly so like. Gross. He drank that thing completely. And then when he was done with it, he like tipped it over and it like it exploded in his face on the middle of the street on, in Vegas. I'm thinking this guy's this guy's done. Yeah, this guy's done. I can't wait to see him tomorrow. <laughs> I cannot wait to see him hungover for the first time. That motherfucker was bright eyed and bushy tailed the next day, and I was like, "What? What? There's not." And I was just like, ah, "I remember. You know, yeah. I can remember the first time I got a hangover. It oh. was it was New Year's Day." 2005 oh wow yeah and i remember it was that moment where i was just like that i was just like him i could there were no consequences yeah right that day it all changed and it was all downhill from there so back to my point is i think maybe there's a part of us that says okay uh it doesn't have to hurt yeah but we're gonna teach you we're gonna you know we need you to keep away from that so we're gonna every time you do it again i'm gonna make it hurt more yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, that's what that's what's crazy. Until like now, the hangovers are pretty horrible for me. So, <laughs> and I also noticed that they got horrible when I quit drinking for like almost a year. Yeah, um, I feel like my body reset in a good way. Mm-hmm. And so when I reintroduced the alcohol, I was just like, nope. And like I feel like I'm allergic to beer somehow. Uh, I don't think it's like a dangerous allergy where like I might die, but like. I do notice, like, I puff up, a little bit of shortness of breath, you know what I mean? And so, like, I don't think beer is, like, uh, whereas with, like, uh, I all I drank was vodka and tequila last night, and, like, I don't feel puffy. I feel like shit, but I don't feel puffy, you know what I mean? So Well, there's something to be said about you get what you pay for, right? Because yeah. I notice now that I'm older that the, the if I go out and I have drinks... It is worth every penny to upgrade to that top shelf stuff. Yeah, for sure, dude. Because you still have a hangover, but it's not as bad. It's not as nasty. Yeah. Yeah. And... You uh, get a better buzz, too. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You get a better buzz. 
And again, I don't know if it's just me, but the older I get, because I'm drinking less and less, my tolerance is lower. So like, all I need is like three of those. And then I'm like, well, yeah, you've also been avoiding alcohol, right? So the longer you go. Yeah. You know, because here it is, man. There's guys, there's guys that are 50, 60 years old. They Mm -hmm. drink every day, all day. Yeah. And they, they, you know, they, they drink, uh, you know, six pack just to get the party started. Yeah. I was, uh, talking, I was, uh, I took a lift somewhere and (laughs) and like this guy, I don't think he meant to, but he was kind of like, uh, he was like one of those guys that drinks every day. He's like, he's like a typical, so I don't, I don't know how to word it, but like, he's this guy that basically lived with his mom. Uh, got married, stayed at his mom's since his mom passed away. The house is his now, but like the house has been paid off for years. So there's not a lot of need for him to like work. Yeah, Yeah. produce. Exactly. So, uh, so so he was telling me, he was like, oh yeah, just do lift to like make a little, a little money. And like, I buy myself like a 12 pack of Bud Light every, every day. Uh And I was like. Fuck, dude, a twelve pack. Like yeah, every, you know he's one of those guys where he's like, but he's a simple man. He's like a sim- simpleton. Like he's not one to like. His car was like a fucking Camry, which uh-huh. like I'm not saying it's like a bad thing, but like it's a simple. He doesn't strive to be like, you know, uh, like uh, more. And I don't know how to word that, but he's like a typical. I don't know how do you word he's that. He's content how do you where he's at. Yeah. He's in contentment, which is a little bit is kind of jealous of that. Yeah, it? definitely. That's uh, I'm always jealous of of people in Arizona where I grew up because really? I get the feeling that they're not content, but it, it appears that way. Yeah, and uh, you know they have a house, they have a family, they have two dogs, they have the whole nine yards. They live for like their the weekend and their family and like. They go to soccer games on Saturday for their kids and like, and so on Instagram and Facebook, it appears like wonderful. I'm sure it's not, but it appears wonderful. And every now and then I get that in my mind where I'm like, why, why did I choose to be a, like an entertainer? Like it's a fucking hard career. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, First of all, the chances of you making it are like slim to none. And I'm not being negative. It's just you got to live with that reality. That's got to be in your head. Like, you know, you got to understand that you're gambling your fucking life here and not life or death, but like your uh, your life choice. Like, yeah, you know, do you want to live the rest of your life trying and not even get there? Or, you know, do you go back and maybe we've had this conversation. I feel like we've had this conversation on a pod, on a previous podcast. In episode. a way, although you didn't insult those people as, as severely last time. <laughs> what people? <laughs> oh, you know, just anybody who's been who who settled down, got married, had kids and goes to soccer games. Well, there's specific there's specific people that I know, you know. Okay. Uh there's specific people I I wanted to generalize, but I think you I think you're trying to say is that people that chose that life and are miserable, really. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Not the people that that I weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm Yeah. Uh it's definitely not like I don't think everyone I like I think there are people obviously that are like happy and content with that. I'm not saying everyone is miserable, sure but I, sure I know specific not. people, friends who are like you know when him when we chat with my friends i don't want to like get specific they're like 
uh, they're always like rooting me on. They're like, yeah, do it. Yeah. And like a couple of friends have already come out and said like, you know, amongst us, like, you know, they're like, man, I really wish I would have like, uh, pursued my passions, like whatever that is. Yeah. Like I love my family and I don't regret it, but I wish I would have given myself more time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I fall in that camp, right? We've had that conversation yeah. before where, uh, not, not, not anytime recently, but where we would catch up, um, and I'd say, hey, man, I, you know, the, the most interesting thing that you're about you is the fact that you're going after your dreams. Right. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's very admirable because a lot of people um, just like this podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people that say, you know, I could do a podcast. Anybody could do a podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Literally. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, we went out and spent, you know, probably more money than we probably should have at the right. very the beginning. Right. We're like two thousand um, dollars in right now, I think. Are we? No. With the mics. We're like thirteen hundred bucks. We're you're rounding up a little more. Anyways, <laughs> we could have done it on our iPhones, right? Yeah. Um, and but there was a there's I, I think we're both from the same camp where you you want to you want to have a product a quality product and and then when you have skin in the game like this you're kind of not not that we've needed it but we you know it, it creates that extra layer of accountability. Say mm-hmm. okay, well we've we've spent this money. Now how do you how do you uh, make make something out of it, right? Yeah. But um. But yeah, I mean, it just people have those people have dreams, and uh, I would say a big majority of them either never go out of them or they get talked out of them. Yeah, which is which is a terrible thing. Well, you talk yourself out of it. <laughs> well, yeah, you talk yourself out of it, but but think of all the people that talk people out of their of what they want to do. Yeah, right. Like, oh, I want to be a musician. Oh, you'll never make a living at mm-hmm. that. Um, so what? Yeah. Right? If I can feed myself and maybe a family, mm-hmm. you know, but I'll be happy. I'll be happier. And you get you get talked out of your dreams sometimes. And um, so it's a really it's a really uncommon thing to do when you chase them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's just a difficult uh, thing. I mean, I guess all the best things uh, never came easy. Right. But it's a, it's definitely like a difficult thing to do. Cause I do question myself on a regular basis where I'm like, should I be doing this? But I've been at it professionally for 10 years now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, so I'm, I'm too invested now. And I think more, I, I think I can say that more than anything, it's maybe a little bit of stubbornness now <laughs> where I'm like, well, I didn't just spend 10 fucking years trying to do this. And, uh, and then I'm going to run back to like Arizona or wherever it is that I'm going to live. So I'm like, I'm going to do it. And then honestly, I love the city of LA. I love the city life. Phoenix happens to be like the fourth or fifth biggest city in the, in the U S actually. Is it? Yeah. Really? It's crazy, right? It's not tiny. a lot of people know that it's super tiny. How is it that? <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Bless you. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, population-wise, I mean, it doesn't seem that way because it's such a sprawled-out city. But it's actually, I think it just became the fourth biggest. It hmm. beat out. Like, it's always going back and forth between Philadelphia and, and uh, Phoenix. Philly in the house. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah. Um, so there's, like, a city life there, but it's different. Um, but uh, the way I see it is, like, oh, well, if I'm going to... Like, even if I was to quit acting and comedy and writing, like, I would still stay in L.A. So then it's like a vicious cycle because I'm like, well, I'm in L.A., so I might as well do mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? So 
it's one of those things, man, where, yeah, I mean, because I, I, I think about, like, sometimes I do think about, like, moving back. Uh-huh. It obviously crosses my mind because, like, yeah, I miss my family and, like, life is simpler. And, like, there's a lot of pros on that side where, like, oh, yeah, I'll get to see my mom, like, on a weekly or almost daily basis and my brothers and right. my sisters. The But the other side of that, the con is that, like, I'd be fucking miserable. Like, I know it. I know the first year it'd be kind of cool. It'd be like, oh, life is simple. Like, I can chill out. I don't always have to be doing something. Yeah. Whereas here in L.A., man, it's, like, back-to-back on things. Like, there's always something to do, like shooting stuff auditions prepping for something mm-hmm. podcasts you name it like you're always hustling you know yeah and I, I i i like that personally you know maybe when i'm 45 i'll be like fuck i need to slow down but right now i'm like let's do it huh. you know it's interesting have you ever thought about living in new york uh yeah i i think new york would be a great place to live if you had money that's my that's my theory Agreed. Agreed. Uh, you kind of have to, right? Um, I've always thought about going to New York. It's always seemed like something that I just... Well, first of all, I'd love to just set eyes on it because I've never been, right? But also, I just... Like, I would like to spend time in Manhattan for sure. Yeah. Get that whole, like, Central Park experience. But yeah. there's a part of me that would want to, like, like, dive in and go to Queens and Brooklyn and yeah. all those different, like, boroughs Bros. just to see... Just to just to feel the the vibe of the community, because these are like such iconic places. That yeah, you can't really. It's one thing to see it in a movie or on TV, or, uh, but to to be out there and just kind of breathe it in, right? Yeah, it might smell terrible, but it might you know. But the <laughs> but, but the point is, is that you're getting a little bit of culture in a different area. I, I, the city life has always been appealing. I, I love where I live. I, I love yeah. where I grew up. It's home. My family's there. Not just my brothers and sisters, but my cousins. I yeah. mean, we're you know they they all we all kind of live you know right on top of each other. We run into each other at stores and stuff. And there's nothing like that. Oh wow, that's cool. But um, but there's a part of me that always has like said you know you should you should uh you know if and when you can afford it, you should move out to L.A. and just kind of soak it in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, someday. Yeah, dude. I mean, I I love L.A. I I think it's like. It's it's a perfect city for me because I grew up in Phoenix, and so that's like a giant suburb. That's what it. Is. That's what I like to call it. I mean, yeah. downtown is kind of cool, but even that feels very cookie cutter. Um, especially now with ASU just taking over. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, we talked about that the other yeah, day. Right? That's right. Yeah. So, so yeah, but uh, but yeah, LA is kind of a perfect city, and like it's such a like melting pot, man. Like, Thai town is freaking amazing like chinatown um yeah you name it you know what i mean like silver lake all that like koreatown that's like man so many great restaurants there mm-hmm. um and i heard that some of them are speakeasies like real oh, really? legit speakeasies where like <laughs> you got to know someone but after two o'clock they close quote unquote oh, close. yeah i know i know where you heard that information from oh there's really? like this whole underground like uh asian thai network that you can't go to unless you yeah like korean not thai yeah thai no korean no korean korean yeah. i'm sure they have there too <laughs> i'm sure thai yeah but thai people seem to be a little bit more uh less party like i don't know cuz i live in thai town so i have you ever heard of thailand <laughs> <laughs> no but the migrants uh there's not much of a nightlife or like i don't see them really it's all underground, bro. It's yeah all you're probably right you're probably right <laughs> 
Whereas Koreatown, man, fuck, it's uh, it's popping all the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, my grandmother lived almost her entire life in in K Town. Really? Yeah, they grew up. Uh, God, I can't remember the cross streets, but uh, I didn't realize it then when I was young because I was, I, I, I know I didn't pay attention, but yeah, um, they lived in like the heart of uh, my 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 grandmother and my aunt. And a bunch of my cousins grew up in in K Town. Oh wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize it until an adult, and I like one day I was out there and I was like, "Hey, I think my grandma used to live right around the corner from here." <laughs> and I was like, "What the hell?" Like, <laughs> damn, that's crazy. Yeah, Koreatown. I lived there for a year, and it was a little too much for me. Like, it was too dense. Yeah, and it was like too much. Um, so I, I it wasn't for me, but. I like where I'm at now. Titan is like it's in the middle of the city, but it also doesn't feel like a giant city. Yeah. So I I like that, and that's where I, that's what I was getting to when I said about like growing up in Phoenix is that like, uh-huh. you know, there's something about that that I like about LA. It's sprawled out, but it's still a big city. So you get all the benefits of a big city, but it feels a little sprawled out. Yeah. So um, so that's and I really liked Toluca Lake, which is a a little town in the valley. Hmm. Um, it feels very community like it's small, but, uh, but it's literally right over the hill. So it's like, yeah, 10 minute drive, you know? Yeah. Little Armenia now, right? This yeah. is, this is technically little Armenia. Uh, technically I'm in tight town, but it's uh, like right on the border. It's bordering. Two, yeah. yeah. With little Armenia. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's no Armenians here anymore. There is still a lot, but not like it used to be. I was a Talking to another Lyft driver about that. He's like, yeah, like everyone moved over to Glendale. Yeah, I was just going to say they're in the valley (laughs) of Glendale. (laughs) Yeah, they're all over there. So, um, yeah, but it's uh, it's crazy, man. Right on, man. So what was was the uh, drinks of choice last night? Tequila? Uh, Any specific brands? Yeah, well. So I can can, uh, measure or uh, grade you on... (laughs) Wasn't much of a choice as it was more what was available. <laughs> okay, um, well. For tequila, there was Casamigos, which is actually oh. good. I, I thought it was, it. yeah, I had it for the first time. I thought it was like one of those, like you know, like oh, just because Clooney endorsed it, like now everyone oh, wants. Well, he owned it. Oh, I didn't know. Up until when they sold sold it for one point two billion dollars. <laughs> He didn't have enough money? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, he he co-owned it. Um, and so, he put his name, his face and name all over it. It's not enough that he's a handsome, uh, I know, handsome bastard. He's got to be a billionaire, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, he, uh, so yeah, he probably made out with, with that. He made out with a lot of money. But, yeah, the the liquid is actually decent. It's good. It's it's uh, it's clean. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It tastes like tequila. It's not like Cuervo that tastes like ass, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was a, it was, it was actually decent. So for the first half of the night, I was just doing shots, but like not party shots. I was doing like a shot every hour on the hour. Oof, you know that can get rough. Well, it wasn't too bad because I was hydrating. I was drinking water, mm-hmm. so I was doing a shot, and then I would drink water, or sparkling water, and just like hang out. Um, and then every hour I would do that, and then. Uh, Later, I got a little bit like um, buzzed, and then my uh, my friend, good friend Juliet, she knows that I used to drink a lot of uh, Jameson. Oh, um, yeah. So she brought over a bottle of Jameson, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not really drinking Jameson." She was like, "No, I bought this for you, so you're <laughs> drinking it." <laughs> I was what like, "Okay." <laughs> 
So she like poured me a, a pretty stiff Jameson and Coke. And so that's when I went downhill. I was feeling pretty in control when I was doing the shots. Because uh-huh. like I said, I was like pretty disciplined about it. I was like, I'm going to do one shot once every hour. Uh-huh. That way I can get it out of, the, uh, out of my system in the sense of like people being like, oh, let's do a birthday shot. You know what I mean? So it, it was nice for, you know, and then once... Uh, Jameson was brought into the picture. So Juliet got you. Yeah, Juliet got me pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her and I go back a long time. We used to party a lot together. Nice. So, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was nice though. It was cool. Like, you know, it's it's kind of hard to say that I I I don't really regret getting drunk last night because it was the, it was with good friends who I hadn't you know hung some of them I ha- hadn't seen this other. Uh, girlfriend of mine in like eight years and like we she came to the party and she was like oh my god and like we were catching up and you, you cannot know. have a drink with somebody you haven't seen in right eight years exactly exactly so it was nice it was cool um yeah i mean it sucks that i got pretty wasted uh because of the effects today but it was uh it was cool man i really enjoyed it. like that's a kind of night i don't mind having you yeah. know what I mean? It's like when you're doing it every Friday and Saturday night, that's a problem. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, shit. Well, you've come <sighs> a long way, my friend. At yeah. the beginning of this podcast, it was like a weekly AA meeting in here. It was a coping, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're right. It was a lot of... I mean, I, I was using alcohol to like cope with that, with like my stress and like how I felt. You know what I mean? And so... Um, uh yeah, but I I feel like I'm in I'm in a really good place, man. Like, good for I feel you. Pretty good. Um, not gonna lie, I probably have a drink for lunch today because <laughs> <laughs> I need a hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. I was thinking about bringing you a michelada. <sighs> I would have probably for your fucking birthday down that shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, because I thought I have beer in the fridge, but like I said, I don't. I'm not really drinking beer anymore because mm-hmm. it fucks with me and. I was like, I could really use a hair of the dog, but I was like, I'm not going to. But then I looked at the gym, gym beam and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> is that why it was facing away? Yeah. It was in the corner. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, because I don't have anything to mix it with. So uh-huh. I was like, maybe I'll just do a shot. And then I looked and I was like, nah. <laughs> That'd be a real quick way to puke. Yeah. Um, so a little inside baseball on tequilas yeah. for yeah. the audience, right? They get, yeah. This is this is that little kernel of knowledge they're going to take away for uh, nothing we else, go. right? Um, if you are a tequila drinker, you enjoy good tequila mm-hmm. and you've come, you stumble along a new tequila because new tequilas come out probably daily, right? Probably. And there's always some company pushing out something brand new. Um, they all have the same claim. Oh, it's so clean. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's not harsh, this, mm-hmm. et cetera. Right. Um, if you find something that you really like and it's new, maybe it's a little bit unheard of, mm-hmm. go out and buy a couple cases of it when it's new, because here's what happens in tequila <laughs> specifically. Once it blows up, they start to overproduce it, and that quality always, almost always dives. Yeah. And so a bottle of, let's say, like, for here's a good example. A, ga- a bottle of Casadores in 2003, 2004 was amazing. Yeah. It's still very good tequila. I'm not take, I'm not putting it down, but it's not, it, it is not what it was. Right. Because the thing is, the second they start producing it faster, they have to... They, be just just on time, right? They have to push it out because the biggest sin in, in uh, any any uh, production of alcohol or any beverage really yeah. is to go out of stock, right? Yeah. So 
unless you're specifically planning that that scarcity model, which is hard to pull off, and right. Um, usually you you just push. Anyways, we won't go into that. Um, so if you're out there, you see tequila, you like it, you love it, go buy a case of it because, and then and then hold on to it. Because mm-hmm. in five, ten years, you'll notice there's a huge difference yeah. between what they're producing very early on and late in late in the games. So yeah, and you know another fun fact: I almost went into tequila sales uh, about ten years ago. Oh really? Before yeah. I moved to LA, actually. Yeah, I uh, I interviewed with this guy, and he started this like tequila company. Um, the reason I didn't take the job is because it was like all commission. Okay. Which could have been good, but like you know, it's one of those things. Like I don't want to go too much into like, bit like beer or beverage business, but like at first, yeah, you could sell the shit out of it. Like you could sell like you know a case to each liquor store and you make money and whatever. But how long is it going to take for that case to actually move? So like up front, you'll make a ton of money, but then it'll just sit there, you know. So so it's constant reopening of new accounts, yeah, and then hoping that that first account. Actually it, yeah. puts it out so it sells. Yeah, exactly. And like where they're going to put it. And so, yeah. And so anyway, like I learned a lot from that guy, though, as far as like the business because uh, or tequila, he said, and this was 10 years ago, maybe 12 years ago. Um, he said something like uh, there's only like five to six hundred distilleries, tequila certified distilleries. They have to be certified in order to be called tequila. They have to be in a certain region. Jalisco, you know, um, so anyway, so he, uh, he said that there's like over 7,000 tequila brands and they're all made in like 500 distillers. Yeah. It's just the new product lines that they come out, they make them slightly different. So most of the time, uh, and this is not to discredit certain tequilas, there are certain like Casamigos, like I said, I, I can tell the difference. They all taste different, but more often than not, the maybe not as successful brands are essentially like a, like a private label. Mm -hmm. So it's like a distiller who's like, Hey, I make this tequila blanco, just bring your label and your bottle and go out and sell it. You know? Mm -hmm. So just a little fun fact too, uh, when you're out there drinking tequila, like if you want to like actually, uh, you know, look, you can actually look up like the distillery and everything, um, and then maybe you can find other tequilas that are made by them and, and you can find several different, uh, 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 labels or brands, you know? Yeah. And by and large, the tequilas that are more expensive and, and that have better quality mm-hmm. and taste better are not as harsh are just tequilas that have been, because there's different grades of tequila. Right. Um, because they've been filtered more than once or twice. Like right. you could, you could take a bottle of Jose Cuervo and turn it into an amazing bottle of tequila once mm-hmm. it's. You know, somebody that knows what they're doing yeah. does their magic on it. But, um, yeah, so a lot of white labeling is, yeah. is the term, I think, is what you, you were yeah, referring white to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's awesome that, that that's <laughs> – so Patron, right? For a long time, weren't they considered not really technically tequila? Yeah, because they were being produced, like, in some island, I think, in the Bahamas. Yeah, they were basically like, screw you, we're going to make it anyways. Yeah. And then is it – I think it's called tequila now, but – they may probably who knows yeah uh who knows what they did but yeah for a while they weren't really tequila they were like essentially the same thing as the tequila it was produced the exact same way only it was made in some island that like uh mitch paul mitchell owned or something that's right 
Yeah, so he owned like this island, and so he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna make tequila out of here, <laughs> yeah, and not call it tequila." And, yeah, sue uh, me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. It's it's like in order to and the other thing about tequila is you have to have a you have to have a like two syllable name for it to be successful, right? Yeah. Because when you're in a bar and you're trying to you're, you're the, the bar is three people deep, yeah. and a bartender finally looks at you and points, yeah, you have to be able to say patron or <laughs> cazadores or. <Yeah. laughs> Don Julio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jimador. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man, that's true. And then they pour the well drink into the well. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, here you go. I used to work at a nightclub where we, uh, fucking dirtbag, the, the manager slash owner, he would, like, put well well uh, liquid into... Uh, you know it's illegal? It's super illegal. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucked, though, because, like, you're essentially, like, yeah, you're tricking, like, you're giving somebody a... It's... Like fraud, yeah, it's fraud, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's that's I don't know. That really bothers me. That's that's really shitty. Okay, what's what's more shady? Okay, I I forget where I heard this story, but somebody told me that when they were um, when they were uh, like in college, they worked they were a bartender and they used to play this game at this bar, mm-hmm. where they would take um, let's say they they had each had a bottle of tequila, and they would they would try to see who could put the less least amount of liquor in the drinks by yeah. the end of the night. Right, so they would sometimes what they would do is they would take a, a cocktail, uh, and this is a game they're playing amongst other bartenders, right? And they would take a cocktail and they would mix it, you know, because you sometimes you can't taste the alcohol anyways. Yeah. And they would say, "Oh, can't taste this. There's no, there's like no liquor in this, right?" So somebody would put the drink back on the bar, and then they say, "Okay, give me a second. And they would pretend to remake it, and they would take a. <laughs> they said that they would take a straw. And dip it into like let's say vodka, yeah. right? And take out just like half the straw of vodka, yeah. and then they would put the straw in back into the drink, and they'd be like, "Here you go." Yeah. And so, because when they would get that first that first sip yeah. out of the straw, they would be like, "Oh, nice, right?" Yeah. And and what happens in a in a drink is that you get, even when they make you a really strong drink, that first couple of sips is what yeah. you're like, oh, "Okay, this is good." Yeah. Um, and then and then you and you just naturally assume that you're, that the taste just yeah. is wearing off. <laughs> He says that there was nights where they wouldn't pour a whole like uh, they would come like just the neck of a of a of a bottle. Holy crap! So what's more what's more shady that or or the uh, or the switching, switching? I think that that's that definitely game, right. Yeah, definitely more shady. <laughs> I did something similar, but uh-huh. I didn't fuck people with like, their drinks. Yeah. I would I would uh, make them a drink, and then and this is like a tip to make more tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you make them their drink, and then at the end you put the straw. And then you grab the bottle and, like, you pour a little bit into the straw. Okay. Uh, so it's essentially the same thing. Same Only thing. I wasn't, like, jipping them out of a drink. Yeah. But, like, just throw a little bit in there to make them think, like, it's oh, stronger. made it strong. So let me tip yeah. this guy. Yeah. So yeah. That, And, like, it works, dude. It works. Like, people would be like, oh, yeah, thanks, man. And, like, throw me an extra dollar. Yeah. And, like... It adds up, you know. So yeah. It, uh, so yeah, because they feel like, oh, they, he gave me basically yeah. twice the drink. Yeah, he's right? taking care of me. He's taking care yeah. of me. I'm going to take exactly. care of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, I don't think a bartender could do that to me in my heyday because my drink, my go-to drink was Jack and Cokes or Jack, uh, sometimes yeah. Jack and Gingers. Yeah. And I liked so much Jack mm-hmm. in my drinks that there was no faking it, right? <laughs> there was no faking it. Like, I would sometimes say... Give me a double in a regular glass, right? Because yeah. I don't want, you know, I want it, yeah. I want it to punch me in the face. That's <laughs> that's what I wanted to do, right? And I always knew, like, people would, I, I and it's like an ego thing, right? Because yeah. it was more like, ah, the stronger yeah. it gets. 
you know, it's like one of those things at the at the end of the at the beginning of the night it was uh, mostly mostly coke and and some jack. Then then it was half and half, yeah. and then mostly it was like I'm just putting the t- a dash of coke in there just to get the taste right. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, and, and inevitably somebody would say, "What are you drinking?" And I would, with the grin on my face, be like, "Here, take a sip." And they would drink <laughs> and they'd be like, "Holy crap!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And I'd be like, "Yeah, that's right. That's right. You yeah. brought that. You asked you." Uh, you uh you called down the thunder well now you yeah. got it <laughs> man that's a place to be though spirits uh that's yeah, yeah that's uh both on the sales end but also yeah just as they a, make the most money man make a lot of money when you think about it it's higher priced so it's higher margins too mm-hmm. i think margins are like 45 percent on that yeah. and uh and when you think about it, you're not moving as much product, which is a good thing when you think about logistics and all that stuff. So, yeah. uh, so that's, that's always good, but yeah. So to bring this back to a healthy conversation, yeah, <laughs> you guys should avoid that at all costs. Cause it's, first of all, it's expensive. It's bad for your liver. Yeah. And, uh, it is, uh, not good for your goals. Right. Yeah. Interestingly enough, I read an article this week that said, uh, because you know I've been been trying to break my sugar addiction, yeah. and I've been pretty pretty successful actually, with the exception of last night. I had you were uh, binging, you were uh, suddenly on alcohol, and I was suddenly on waffles, right? <laughs> and shit. I had I had amazing. like I had th- four no five Eggo waffles last night. Damn, uh, so guilty and but so delicious. Yeah. Um, but I was reading this article that said that the effects of people that overconsume sugar, mm-hmm. right? And the effects of people that overconsume alcohol, their livers look almost identical. Damn. So go figure. Yeah. Right. It's a, you know you keep hearing this this information about how, um, given the choice between cocaine and sugar, rats will choose sugar over cocaine. Yeah. Like, and that we're not talking about regular rats. We're talking about cocaine addicted rats. Yeah. Right. Like these are junky rats that Damn. would rather have sugar than than cocaine. That's crazy, dude. So the evidence is building. Yeah. And then the other the other thing to wrap that around what you've been doing lately with the carnivore diet is that, you know, you get a lot of people saying, oh, well, that's going to give you heart disease and this and that. And I think one of the big isn't one of the big pushbacks is that um, high, high protein, high fat diets in the presence of us in combination with high sugar diet mm-hmm. is probably the correlation that right. makes that for that heart disease. Exactly. And. Although the evidence of carnivore people on carnivore is anecdotal, uh, you don't get like people that are extremely lean and have really good blood results yeah. on test um, from that that are also consuming sugar at, at right. the same time, right? So exactly, yeah, it's a it's an interesting diet, and it's like it's it almost I'll be honest, it almost feels too good to be true because. I'm leaning out, mm-hmm. and it's fucking delicious. <laughs> like I love steak. Yeah, and uh, and and you know it's it's like I'm feeling a lot better every day. Like I feel better. Uh, I'm noticing I'm losing a ton of weight, and I'm I started lifting, dude. I started doing weightlifting, and like I'm getting stronger quicker, dude. Yeah, like well, you're putting tons of protein in. Yeah, you gotta do something with it too. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Um, so the other day, I'm not I'm not done the carnivore diet. I'm still doing my my calorie restriction thing yeah. and the meal replacement. But I've leaned out the total amount of carbohydrates that I'm putting in. Yeah. And the other day, um, I've made myself a couple of hamburger like hamburger steaks or with just patties yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 
the other day I said, you know what? I'm going to put some butter on this on this <laughs> ground beef. Hell yeah. And I was thinking, this is what is this going to taste like? I know it tastes great on yeah. steak, but hamburger is a little different, right? I couldn't believe how good it was. <laughs> I was like, this is this is sacrilege. <laughs> yeah, dude. I do that shit all the time. Sometimes I, I crave the hamburger meat and mm-hmm. like or ground beef, basically. And yeah. uh, I'll put it in a bowl. I'll essentially like put it in a bowl, cut little pieces of cheese and then like i'll put like a like a block of not an entire block but a block of butter mm-hmm. and it's so delicious man it's so good i love it um but yeah uh it's interesting because i was watching a tv show though and it kind of worried me a little um turns out have you heard of toxoplasmosis yeah i think we've talked about this is the cat disease yeah yeah so it turns out you can get it if you're human you can get it from eating rare meat Oh really? Yeah. If the meat, so if the cat, if the ground from where the cow consumed, so like if a cat took, essentially here it is, if a cat took a dump on the grass where cows eat, mm-hmm. then it's gonna the the parasite or the the um, uh, what's it called the 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 what's the name of it like the parasite the virus the virus. Then goes into the grass, and the cow eats the grass, and it's alive during this whole thing. So then it, mm-hmm. it lives in the in in the cow, and so when you consume it, you either got to freeze the meat or you got to cook it well enough, like over at over 145 degrees, I think, oh, okay. um, in order to kill that that virus. So uh, that kind of worried me a little because I like my steak pretty rare, um, and I never like see if it's like over 140 or 145, but uh-huh. Um, in any case, I did some more research on that, and uh, I mean, I, I'm, maybe I'm just doing this to make myself feel better, but uh, one in three people have that virus anyway, and like there hasn't, there's been some research where they're saying like it could cause schizophrenia, but like it's also not like fully proven. It's just more likely, like that's what they're saying, that schizophrenics tend more likely to have that virus. So it's like. It's a numbers thing, but it's not like directly linked to that. Yeah. So you know? some research that I've actually done on this specific topic, not yeah. really research. I just read about it. I'm a little bit fascinated by it. Yeah. Really. Um, so I'm just going to put it out there. It's not a disease. It isn't. It isn't. There's no cure for it. Right. There's zero cure for it. One thing to note is that it, it cats produce it, but usually only as kittens. Mm. It comes in their feces. Yeah. Right? Um, for like a really short like time period, like when mm-hmm. they're really really young, like weeks old. Yeah. Um, but what it does is it's it's design it's a parasite that has has figured out how to get to and from rats and out and back to cats. Right. Right. So they discovered it in rats. Rats have it. Almost all rats have it. And it's really weird because what it does to rats is it makes them uninhibited, in the sense that they're not afraid. It it suspends their fear mechanism for right. cats. Right, so when they smell a cat, they tend to go towards it instead of running away from it, yeah. which is which is interesting, right? And then the the thing is that in humans, it does some interesting things as well. Mm-hmm. It it tends to make humans want to take care of cats. So if you know somebody that has a ton of cats, there's a good chance that they have this uh, parasite in yeah. their brain, right? Um, and other than being the uh, than the idea that you're a, ta- a cat lady or a cat man, yeah. Cat man or cat guy. Yeah. Um, 
it just makes you want to take care of cats and and there's something that's that it drives them mind to, control to do it. mind control yeah. yeah um and the other thing that's interesting about it is that it it, it just like it does to the rat where it it, it suspends that fear mechanism mm-hmm. there they don't they don't have proof mm-hmm. but in ERs across the country, whenever there's a, somebody that has a motorcycle accident, they test them for toxoplas- the toxoplasmosis, sorry, and they are finding a high correlation between motorcycle um, accident injuries and people that have it. They, they're finding it in a lot of motors. Funny. Because what it does, what they say that it does is that it... it, it it in, um, it suspends your inhibitions about risks. Yeah. So if you're so, I can just imagine this happens. I see this sometimes uh, when you are coming up to a red light, or a, you're on a green light and it turns yellow. Yeah. In a car, you can get away with blusting through that. Yeah. That intersection, you shouldn't do it. It's right. dangerous. But you're surrounded by a still frame. When you. Nobody on a bike should ever do that. Right. Because not because they can't make it, but because you never know who's coming in the other direction, mm-hmm. who doesn't see you, yeah. and boom. Yeah. I can I can almost guarantee that that's one of the Split. I don't want to say that. I bet you that's a lot of how a lot of these accidents happen. I'm and, sure. And people that have like you you're like, I can do it, I can make that risk. You yeah. know, maybe there would it suspends your risk. But again, yeah. Who knows if it's actually causing those accidents, but they're seeing a high correlation between the people that get in accidents like that and have this disease. Yeah, it's interesting because I posted on my uh, um, LA Carnivore Instagram. Mm-hmm. I posted like some uh, articles that I read and uh, and I, I just threw it out there. I was like, hey, what are your thoughts on this? You know, because I know there are people who eat raw meat, like yeah. some uh, mad carnivores who just like straight up eat raw meat. It's crazy. I yeah. would never do that. But um, anyway... Yeah, I guess some people, and I haven't read this, but it's similar to what you're saying, um, that uh, it actually, it's like, uh, it, it. I don't want to say promotes, but it, like, I guess entre- entrepreneurs, like, that it helps them drive them, you know what I mean? So, oh. like, it's linked to that as well to make, like, higher risk choices. So, huh. it could potentially be a good thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, because now you're not, like, feeling... Uh, you know, like you said, so now you take more risks, and that might also include, yeah, like, making professional choices. You Perhaps. Know what I mean? So, I haven't read the paper, but somebody told me about it on the Instagram account, and so I have to uh, hmm. research that. I didn't think we were going to get into this, but... Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. It's crazy how that works, right? Yeah. Um. So, anyway, that's 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 what I... So um, I think the the moral of the story is don't don't get cats, get dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, those little shits. Now, um, yeah, man, but uh, should we go into our week or? Yeah, why not? Cool. Do you want to go first or should I? Yeah, I'll go first. All right. All right. So this week was pretty good. So I just started. I don't know if I told you last week, but I started this this process, and I think I had been talking about it for a while, where I wanted to spend uh, my Sunday evenings. Uh, getting ready for the week, right? Right. And what I mean by that is, uh, again, I listened to Joey Diaz podcast, uh, The Church of What's Happening Now. Yeah. And the guy always says, you know, or he says often, a man without a plan is not a man. Probably could say that for a woman too. Yeah. But uh, you get the you get the idea. And so one of the things that he likes to teach, and and I know he's a comedian, and he's a you know he's kind of but he, the guy's the guy's a wise man for for his for who he is, right? Yeah. Um. He says, write your goals every Sunday. Write down your mm. goals. 
And so remember when I was talking to you about my friend who yeah. um, I hadn't seen him in a long time and I was feeling a little bit um, hesitant about right. revisiting him. And I just, what I figured out was like, you know what? Uh, this is a good guy. Um, we've been estranged and I'm going to control, I want to control the interaction that we have with him and I want to make it positive. Yeah. Right. And the reason I'm repeating this is I know we talked about this last week, but we lost the end of the episode last week, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh, I think we, you re put it up there, but uh, a lot of people just didn't redownload it. So, um, so I'm just telling this again. Yeah. Um, and so what I'm doing is I'm getting together with this guy on Sundays and we just simply write down our goals for the week. Simple stuff like I'm going to make my bed every, every month, every morning. Right. Or, uh, I want to get to church this week mm-hmm. or I'm going to, you know, just fill in the blanks. Yeah. And it's been good for me, but wow, has it been good for him, man? <laughs> I mean, and <laughs> No, I, I know that sounds terrible. He, like, yo, your life is no. fucked up, man. This is really good for you, right? <laughs> no, he's, you know, I think he's starting to listen to no, but no, um, no, it's good for him because it just changed his his perspective, right? Yeah. It really changed. Like we did it the first week, he he came back from it pumped up. Oh, really? Yeah, and so for him, it's getting it's it's. I'm almost a little bit jealous of him because it's getting him pumped up for the week. Uh, and this is my idea. So I was like, well, how come yeah. you're getting so much out of this? Uh, well, really, I... it's not your idea. It is my idea. <laughs> it's that Joey That I stole Diaz. from Joey Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, it wasn't, he didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to actually expanding it. I, I want to, I've been, we've been talking about this for a long time is that, or I have been talking about it, is that I'd like to create a meetup uh, group on meetup.com or the, the app. Yeah. Where I can invite people and we simply sit down on a Sunday evening, right? Yeah. And say and and be a little bit vulnerable and say, here's what I want to accomplish this week. I know we we have the podcast, but this is a little bit different because we have like the actual face to face. And if it's good for him, it's good for me. It could be good for a lot of people. And I, I you know, I I've been talking about this a lot lately. I want to do things that matter and I wanna and for me I think that what that means is is helping people find a you know, um, find themselves a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, like how, what am I doing to help other people? Yeah. Um, there's something that draws me to that and I want to help other people and I'm, I'm not satisfied. Like yeah. I, there's, it's a little bit selfish. Right? Yeah. Like I want to, you know, I just, I, I, I want to have an effect in people's lives. So, but anyways, um, there was that, I had a really good week in, as far as diet, uh, the entire week up until Friday on Friday evening. Um, I broke down and had a, a big cup of uh, Cheerios. Oh wow! With uh, banana and milk, and all three of those things have a significant amount of carbs. Even the milk, which I was surprised. Yeah. I'm really disappointed in you. It's good. Not because it was a cheat meal, but because you chose Cheerios. Me too. Out of all fucking. Things. Me too. I was I was so <laughs> upset with myself the next day that yeah. I had to follow it up with. Uh, what did I have yesterday? Oh yeah, the Eggo waffles. Yeah, <laughs> that is worth uh, cheating for. With like, a little bit of butter, yeah, and a little bit of jelly. But fucking Cheerios, man. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it could have been like something amazing, like Tom and Jerry's uh, brass or what is it, monkey, chunky monkey, chunky monkey, yeah. Rocky Road. Oh, yeah. I was at a, I was at a cook at a place called Drip in Chino Hills uh, yesterday. Yeah, and they make these like custom. Um, uh, 
Ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. You pick your cookie. You pick your ice cream. Oh, wow. Right? It's, that sounds cool. It's like a $6. It's like a really trendy place. Right. Okay. You end up paying like six, seven bucks for, uh, yeah. you know, a little bit of ice cream. That's the only thing that kept me from getting it because I was like, no way. I'm not paying, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying six bucks for that. <laughs> well, have you seen those places where they like roll up your ice cream? Mm-mm. It's like, I think it's like a Korean thing. Um, but like. They basically make the ice cream right then, in, right in front of oh, you. Oh, like the plate there? Yeah. It's on that plate? Yeah. yeah, I've seen that, yeah. That's a scam, dude. Because, really? like, they charge you, like, six bucks for a little bowl. Uh-huh. But it's all just, like, rolled up. And, like, it's all just, like... Puff. A bunch of air? Yeah, it's a bunch of air. <laughs> like, realistically, if you were to, like, melt that, it'd be, like, three spoons. You know okay. what I mean? It's more of a gimmick. It's like, oh, yeah, like... This is cool. I'm gonna eat up, uh, eat rolled ice cream. You know what I mean? But, hey, if they can sell it, I'm, I'm jealous. <laughs> that they, you know, yeah, exactly. suckers. But anyway, so and then continue with uh, um, your horrible, my uh, horribleness, life decisions. Decisions. Um, I didn't go to the gym this week, which is terrible. Uh, but I thought I did pretty good. Otherwise, um, but I'm in a good place right now, man. Yeah, you're in um, good spirits. I feel good. Yeah, I feel really good because uh, at the reality of it is, even though I did have those two kind of missteps. Um, I feel like I've gained some control back. That's awesome, dude. And um, part of that is because here's the thing: when I benched on that damn Cheerios, mm-hmm. it was because I had had something earlier in the day that had a little bit of sugar, and I can't remember what it is right now. And it's just like it's just like I I feel like it's just like an alcoholics thing, right? Like a, a little bit led to yeah, like a binge, right? Yeah. And so in that sense, I feel like I've lost, I, you know, I was upset more than anything with myself for giving into the temptation. Yeah. But I am also in the grand scheme of things. I know it wasn't that big a deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it isn't, it isn't, but what I, f- I feel powerful in the sense that I, I was able to take control of it for the most part in the last two to three weeks. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know I can, I can control it. It's just a matter of me deciding, like I said. several several times ago and so i just have to decide that it's gonna you know it's gonna change right and i don't know i just feel like i have i i feel good about it i don't i don't know what it is uh i think you can hear it in my voice you can see it in my demeanor Mm -hmm. uh i was in a dark place a couple weeks ago a few weeks ago or whatever it was i may not have been admitting it uh openly yeah but um i was yeah so i'm excited about i'm excited about september man yeah, I'm really am because uh, you you said it last week that you're looking to to where did that come <laughs> from um, that you're looking to really push and I was thinking about I was looking at the calendar this is the last quarter of the year yeah and I well, really want to I really want to rock it out in September I want to I want to I want to work out hard I want to eat clean yeah and I want to have. Uh, a better result than we've had in the last couple of months yeah so I'm with you on that man we're gonna we're going to kick some ass. We have four months to basically uh, end the year. and Three months. Four. There's uh, three months and a quarter. Yeah, but it's September, October, November, December. September, October, November. Oh, you're right. So it's not the quarter. It's a trimester. It's a trimester. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Which even is, better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can slack this month. Yeah. And then just in October. <laughs> All right, October it is. Let's go eat. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, but I, I'm right there with you, man. I'm really in a, in a good place right now, too, where, like, the yeah. carnivore diet has been amazing. You look good, brother. I was Thanks. looking at your hair, man. You, you Your hair looks nice and thick again. 
<laughs> you were going bald there for a little bit. I know, man. It's it's uh You crazy. got a haircut too, though. I got a haircut, yeah. Um yeah. Uh so do you want to talk about anything else? Like nope. Go ahead, man. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um did you weigh in? Oh, I did. I didn't. I but. did. Um uh, I came in on the on the well here. Let me bust out the yeah. thing, make it official. Make it official here. Where to go? Awesome. I can't find it. There it is. All right. So last week I weighed 335.8, and this week I weighed 335. So I oh, lost okay. A little bit over a pound. No, no, no sorry. Under. Just under a pound, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Because sure. I feel good. I'm That's feeling great. good. That's great. That's really what's important. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, <clears throat> I had a really good week, man. It's, I feel like it's so uneventful now with doing the whole carnivore thing because like excuse me sorry i was about to burp uh, uh because all i do is eat meat now like literally just for like uh lunch and dinner is a steak um but last week i did start <laughs> last week i did start working out lifting weights and uh, i've been doing it five times a week man so I've been feeling really good. I feel like I'm starting to catch a rhythm of like working out. I didn't work out on Friday and I felt a little guilty, which is a little unhealthy because, you know, like I don't want to become obsessed either. You know what I mean? I want to do it for my health, not like as an obsession. And so like, uh, so yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I've been lifting weights basically every day, uh, or five times a week. Um, I even started like, I woke up on, Wednesday or Thursday, like at fucking four forty-five a.m. to get to the gym by like five-ish, and and do uh, squats and deadlifts and all that because there's only like three racks where you could do that, and so they're always occupied. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, the only way I'm gonna get one is either I get lucky or I get there at five a.m. And sure enough, I got there and there was nobody on the rack, so I was like, perfect. Um, I felt so good afterwards, but yeah, so I've been, I've been lifting a lot and I've been doing, uh, I've just been carnivore the whole time and it was really difficult because my roommate's mom, uh, was in town basically like from Tuesday to Sunday and, uh, and yeah, she's like cooked spaghetti and she like, she makes a mean grilled cheese, man. Like she makes a really good grilled cheese. I had to say no. She like offered a chicken bake from Costco because they go to Costco uh, anytime she's in town. I had to say no to that. <laughs> but honestly, like she, uh, but yeah, honestly, like, you know, it's been great. The carnivore diet has been great the, because it's Labor Day weekend. There's a sale on ribeye steaks at Ralph's. So I went and spent a hundred dollars and just ribeye steaks. Um, so I bought, I think 15 or 16 steaks um, and they're in the freezer. I saw that picture. Yeah, I've gone through like, I've gone through, I'm doing two a day. So yeah, I've gone through like six of them already. So uh, I'm going to go buy some more either <laughs> tomorrow before the sale ends. I'm going to go buy like 20 more. And yeah, it's been, it's been good, man. I feel really good. Honestly, like, uh, like I said, it's, 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 uh, it's really good. I'm feeling like amazing. Not going to lie. Uh, I've, I'm seeing a lot of effects with like my skin, my hair. Like you said, it feels a little bit fuller. My skin feels uh, clear. Um, I went out for wings on Thursday night um, because Robbie's mom 
my roommate's mom, sorry, <clears throat> she like makes it a tradition to like take me and Robbie out to dinner mm. uh, anytime she visits. And so this was no exception. And so I was like, well, let me compromise. Like, let's let's go out to dinner, but let's go to this place where I love their wings. So I'll still technically be carnivore. Um, so I did that. I ate 18 wings and like they were amazing. And like I ate them with ranch, um, which is not part of the carnivore diet, but fuck it, whatever. And <laughs> like the next day I woke up with two zits on my face. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they say that most of the time when you have a breakout, it's because you touch your face after you've touched something oily. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But yeah, but it was, uh, but it, I mean, I love the wings and, and yeah, but other than that, Pretty uneventful. I weighed myself on Friday or Saturday, whenever the first was. That was Saturday, I think, right? Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Um, I came in at 289.8 in comparison to last week. I think I was 292. Let's go to the tracker. No. Uh Uh-oh. Whatever. All right. So we... I should get better at... I should... Know that you're coming up. 292.8 is what I had for you last week. Yeah. And you were at 289? 289.8. Nice. That's what? Three pounds, man. Yeah. You, you bastard. But you know what's funny? Is that like, I feel like I'm losing more weight than that. You probably are. Because you're I'm... You're losing volume, I think is what, like... Yeah. Because I'm fitting into like shirts now that like I wasn't able to fit into. You know what I mean? So like it's... Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like maybe I'm putting on like muscle mass. Um, You're yeah. leaning out. Yeah, leaning out, and so that's not a horrible thing. Yeah, know? so it's good, man. Yeah, so it's. Want a donut now? <laughs> well, we are gonna go get lunch after this, and uh, I am probably gonna have some like because tomorrow I'm not gonna do any. My birthday is tomorrow. Okay. But I'm not gonna do anything. Like I intend on like tomorrow starting my full long carnivore again. So bang bang tonight. <laughs> so a little bang bang today. Um. So yeah. So I plan on like just doing that today, and then tomorrow I don't really. I'm not gonna do anything, man. I didn't make any plans. Um. My whole idea was to like yesterday and today get it out of my system, like have fun, and yeah. then uh, and then September fourth, which is Tuesday be rocking at it again and honestly i do like uh you know i i love the carnivore it's like i said at the top of when i went into my week it feels like too good to be true man like it's fucking delicious i love steak and so like it's it's a win-win and i get to lose weight hell yeah you know what i mean so pretty excited about it man um i know we talked a little bit off air that you might consider doing it in the future huh i think down the line um I have been a little tight on money, yeah. and I know it requires a little bit more planning mm-hmm. than what I'm doing now. And uh, I think to truly to truly do it the right way, mm-hmm. I got to wait a little bit. Yeah. So I want to. I definitely want to try it. Yeah. Um, just to see how it feels, because I've been paleo before, but I've never done complete like carnivore. no, you know, hundred percent carnivore. Yeah. It's a complete difference. So uh, soon, I'll sh- I'll join you soon, and yeah. we'll see how it goes. Yeah, do it for seven days, man, and that's how I got hooked. I did seven days, and I was like, "Yeah." The first two or three days suck a little bit because you're like, uh, "Like I don't," you know, like you wanna, mm-hmm. you're used to eating other shit. Then by the seventh day, you're like, "Fuck, this is actually really cool," and like it's simple, and like, yeah, all I have to do is turn on the stove, throw the steak, let it sit for five minutes, turn it around, yeah, five minutes, and then eat it, and yeah. So like I 
definitely would say like try it for seven days when you when you do want to and that that goes for really anyone but i will say uh, i say this every time I, I talk about carnivore maybe i don't need to say it anymore but i'm obviously not a physician so before anyone who's listening to this tries it do your research and or go see your doctor to make sure that like you're capable of doing it. Um, they probably will tell you that you're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Um, go see your doctor. He's going to tell you, don't do it. And then, uh, <laughs> and then do it, then do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Right? Do whatever the hell you want. Um, it's, uh, I mean, there's people that have been on carnivore for 12, 15. Somebody has been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Drew has done, yeah. uh, has recently done it. And it's from what I understand, he's really surprised by it. Yeah. At how good the num his actual numbers are. For oh, sure. by the way, uh, so again, last week we lost a part of the episode. It didn't upload for whatever reason. It mm-hmm. like cut off. Yeah, that's weird. Um, it, uh, again, we re we re uploaded it, but f- I think for our subscribers, they didn't. It doesn't actually download twice for whatever uh, reason. Okay. So they they don't know. They didn't hear. Most of them didn't hear it. So, um, do you still have your results from your blood test? Because somebody asked me specifically, and I was like, Yeah, he read oh. it, but I, I'll be honest, I go, the numbers were good, but I can't remember them. Yeah, so do you want specific numbers? Yeah, like go down the like kind of just read it what you did last week. Yeah, so let me go through my handy dandy. Um and while Wes looks for that. Yeah. Um I am going to actually re um revisit my week in in the sense that I I lied. I did do some exercise. Oh, you did? Yeah. What'd you do? I did 10 um lunges. Oh, are you serious? Ten lunges. I fucking hate lunges, but they're so good for you. And I was thinking, by the time I got to ten, right, ten on each leg, yeah, which doesn't sound like anything, right? Yeah. Oh my god, I was so sore, dude. The same day, the same day <laughs> I was sore, and I was like, oh no, this is terrible. I can't imagine what the pain's going to be like. The next day, I could barely move. I had to take a ton of Advil all day. <laughs> I completely forgot about it because it's been like three days since. But it was, I was sore for three days after ten lunges, and I was like. What kind of degenerate are you that you do 10 lunges and then now you, you're you in pain for three days? Um, yeah. So this week, my goal is to do 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, those are hard. Yeah. Um, this doesn't want to upload. Okay. Well, yeah. we'll you'll keep looking and then we'll uh, we'll kind of circle back to you once, we, uh, once you find it. But, uh, dude, it sounds like you had an amazing week. Yeah. Uh, you even got drunk. So that's good. You you're, uh, you're, you made your, your roommate's mom buy you dinner, which was yeah. always good. I encourage that. I encourage that. Like I love, yeah. I loved having, um, I love when I would have a roommate and then like their mom would come to town. Yeah. And then it was like, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that your mom's here. I'm going to tell her all this, all the crap you do. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell her all the stuff that you do so she'll yell at you. Yeah. Okay. So I was able to pull it up. Okay. Um, I don't, uh, so some of these don't have like, comparison so like my a1c mm-hmm. is uh i don't know maybe you want if you know or if you want to research or google something but my a1c is at 5.5 percent. i think that's a good number man yeah that's i think that's what you said last time i think so let's see i'll look while you continue uh my glucose is 84 which i think is also a good thing um it's supposed to be somewhere between 70 and 100 or 70 and 99 and I'm at 84, like dead smack in the middle, I guess. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So about, okay. So about five, 
for A1C. Uh-huh. So what was it again? 5.5. Okay, so you're between... Uh, you're at normal. Mm-hmm. 5.7 is considered pre-diabetes. Mm-hmm. 5.7 to 6.4, and then 6.5 and above is diabetic. Yeah. Okay, and, so then, so, and then what was the other one? The glucose. What was that? 84. 99 or below is normal. Okay, so that's good. And then my lipid panel, which is a cholesterol, my triglyceride was at 112. Cholesterol. Let's see if we can get a nice infographic like we did mm-hmm. the other one. Okay, so cholesterol levels for adults. The total total cholesterol levels less than 200 milligrams per deciliter. So milligrams per DL. Yeah, so mine total mm-hmm. was 244. Okay, so it says the reading between 200 and 239 is considered borderline high. Mm-hmm. And a reading of two, 240 uh, milligrams per DL and above is considered high LDL cholesterol. Mm. So what was your LDL? 181. Okay. Uh, from my experience, LDL is the one that they care about more. Typically, right. doctors. Let's see. Uh, LDL or bad cholesterol. So your good cholesterol is high, and your low cholesterol is good. Yeah. Or your bad cholesterol is good. Yeah. So I think that's encouraging. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, uh, the the some of the research that has been done on carnivores like the Inuit and the West Africans and mm-hmm. uh, and a couple other tribes, even Nordic people, like uh, their cholesterol levels were found to be higher, but they also didn't add any kind of sugar or like uh, refined yeah uh, foods or uh, processed foods. So, um, and these people lived a regular life, like seventies, eighties. Yeah. Um, so. That's a th- that's a catch with the carnivore diet is that you do kind of have to be strict about it because like your cholesterol is going to be high. From what I read, again, you know, uh, yeah. like I said, there's still a lot of research to be done, and I know they're actually they just uh, so, so there's a hundred uh, carnivores that just signed up for a study. Uh, I follow Sean Baker, who's uh, one of the most outspoken carnivores, and uh, they're doing a study on that. Um, but anyway. Yeah, so that's the catch with carnivore is that you got to stick to it. Like, you can't, you can't, like, pretend to be carnivore and then, like, every night have a donut. Because then, like, <laughs> yeah, then you're really putting yourself at risk to, like, heart yeah. attack and all that shit. Well, so. I think there's probably a correlation, right? Uh, there's yeah. probably a, a ratio, which which they'll probably eventually discover or mm-hmm. come to is where where that, that A1C to cholesterol mm-hmm. Yeah. ratio is probably what's going to matter exactly right? exactly i mean i'm no researcher but yeah i want it to be that <laughs> i'm wishing for it yeah i wish upon a star <laughs> please let me eat steak every night never having <laughs> well yeah man so that so there's there's a lot there's a lot of research but everything is pointing in the direction that uh yeah it's uh it's definitely not you know uh cholesterol high cholesterol is not a bad thing if it's if uh, depending on your diet, of sugar, exactly. high levels of sugar in your blood. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that's kind of where that's at, man. So overall, great, uh, great results in my opinion, and uh, yeah, so I'm I'm feeling pretty good about that. I did get a letter from the doctor um, saying that uh, uh, saying that yeah, my cholesterol was too high, and then she provided me with a list of things that I should be consuming, which like. 
Dr. Sean Baker is like saying do the complete opposite. Um, here I'll show you. I'll th- excuse me, Jesus. Um, that was a Jameson burp. <laughs> <laughs> um, here, let me read you real quick. So the list says, what can you do to lower your cholesterol? Eat a variety of foods every day, including fruits, vegetables, whole grains like oatmeal, dried beans and peas, nuts and seeds, and uh, soy protein like tofu, and fat-free or low-fat dairy products. The carnivore diet says do the complete opposite. Don't eat any of that shit. Don't eat any of that shit. And Don't eat any high fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Which is really interesting, man, because it's like, yeah, don't eat eggs or don't eat the egg yolks, uh, soy protein. So it's like all this shit that like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I just, if I, if I'm trying to convince myself, but I'm like, it does feel like, it does feel a lot harder to stay on a diet when you do what conventional diet or dietitians are asking you to do. Like it feels harder because you do crave other things and like. But then when you're on a high fat diet and you're eating steak, it, like I don't find myself craving things. You know what I mean? Every now and then I will crave something, but it's not like before it was to the point where I'd get my fat ass out of my couch and I'd walk over to the store and buy it and come back knowing damn well that I shouldn't, but I'd still do it. It's just so crazy how like that works. Right. But uh, on the carnivore diet, I've never had to do that. And then again, this isn't the carnivore podcast. Uh, I'm just kind of sharing my experience as to how it's gone. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm glad you're feeling good. You're yeah. looking good. Uh, smell terrible still. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So 36 weeks in or 36 episodes in because mm-hmm. it's really more like 34, 35 weeks in because we had a couple of those midweek episodes that were poorly conceived. Yeah. <laughs> and um I don't know, man. I I I uh, I'm really proud of you. Uh, I'm really proud of what's going on with me. Yeah, I feel good. Same here. Um, we got to finish out this really strong, bro. Yeah. So what? So let's just let's bring that 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 goal setting thing into our um, our little episode here. What are you What are you looking to accomplish this week? Um, this week I want to get to the gym five times. Okay. Uh, and uh, pick a carnivore diet back up starting uh, September 4th, which is tomorrow. Okay. Um, yeah, and I think I think those are the two realistic like goals that that I wanna that I want to achieve. But it's kind of an interesting week because anytime my birthday comes around, especially as I get older, is like start to reflect more and more on you know just my life and like what i want to do so i think it'll be an interesting week man and and i think you know i just gotta set some plans out for like what i think i want to accomplish in the next year you know yeah Um, so what do you um what are you 33 this year 32 32 yeah so let's do this since we have microphones open yeah what what do you want to tell 33-year-old Wes a year from today? Uh, keep keep doing uh, comedy. Uh, don't quit. And uh, 
even when you doubt yourself, just keep keep pushing through. Is what I want to say, and keep producing your own content. Yeah, yeah, I think that's another big one. Is that uh, keep producing your own content because I I feel like I'm I over the last year or so I've been finding my comedic voice more and more and like. I'm starting to find the tweaks where I'm like, this works for me, this doesn't. Um, you know, once you dig into the world of comedy, uh, even just as a fan, I'm sure you've noticed this. Like, uh, like you see that there's different types of comedy. You know what I mean? Like, not every comedian can do everything. You know, there's like physical comedy. There's uh, deadpan. There's uh, uh, absurd. There's you know, um, cringe. So. You know, there are people who could do all of them. Don't shock, get me wrong. Shock comedy. Yeah. But they're specific, like, but, you know, the most successful understand their voice and they, they're really good at it. And that's how they're they're huge, you know? You know who I, I admire a lot recently is uh, Clean Comics. Oh, yeah. Like Just Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Because maybe not for them, but it's such a, I, I feel it's so hard. Yeah. It has to be. Uh, not uh, there's there's a comedy group called the Bar Comedy or something like that. I I can't remember. My cousin introduced me to them. Yeah. Um, they do all clean comedy. Mm-hmm. Not just like they don't swear, but they don't they don't like have any likes. They no sexual innuendo comedy, which yeah. is even harder. I think. Yeah. Um, and I thought, how funny could this be? And he showed me a few videos, and I was like, oh wow. <laughs> they're they're hilarious, yeah. But they've got like this stray jacket on, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's, it makes me admire them a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, right? for sure. But um, well, very good, man. Thirty uh, three yeah. year old West from your buddy uh, Drew here. I want to tell you that you're uh, uh, you've been having an amazing twenty eighteen, and a year from today, or when you're listening to this a year in advance, um, look back and look at what the things that you've accomplished and. Hopefully, 32-year-old Wes won't let you down. (laughs) (laughs) There's a good chance of that, though, so set the bar low, Wes. (laughs) (laughs) Lower your expectations. (laughs) Uh, No, but yeah, man. Yeah, so I've been thinking a lot about that this weekend, just like just my life as a whole. Not in a – it hasn't been like in a negative way. It's just like, okay, like, you know, in the past years, my mid-20s, early 20s, and maybe a little bit into my late 20s, it was more like – just another reason to celebrate and like, yeah, fuck yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it's more like, okay, I should really start planning things. Like, I've avoided uh, dating. I've had, you know, I, it's not like I have girls throwing themselves at me, but I've had a few opportunities to date and I I don't know. I just have a hard time. And I think this is the year when I, where I'm going to maybe start exploring that. Like, okay. You know, it's hard having a relationship, man. Uh, It's like a lot of work. And then on top of that, I have my day job. I have my, you know, aspiration to be like a comedian slash actor, writer, all that good stuff. So it's it's not easy, man. And something's got to give, right, when you're in a relationship. And that's why my relationships don't work because, like, I'm selfish in that way. Like, when I'm with you, I'll give you 110%. But... I probably won't be with you as much as you'd like me to be with you. You know what I mean? Um, so I think what I think the secret to that, and I'm, I'm no expert. Yeah. Um, is that whoever you, if you do find somebody this year, mm-hmm. that they care 
they care about you being happy and fulfilling the, the dreams that you want to fulfill because uh, I've seen I've had friends who had had their dream like we talked about this earlier you know people Talk. kill your dreams yeah um, because they're so afraid to lose somebody that they're willing to give up on what they what what matters to them mm-hmm. and you if you find somebody that can see what you're doing and just maybe they hate it but they know that it makes you happy yeah you gotta snap that girl up um because um yeah they're rare yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it's hard they're rare. yeah man i agree with that so so women if you're out there killing your, your man's dreams <laughs> knock it off stop stop it yeah um yeah man so that's and vice versa <laughs> that's kind of the big thing because like I, I don't want to get ahead of myself here and like honestly I don't know if I want kids I legitimately don't know if I want kids but I'm I'm kind of thinking and I'm like you figure if I do meet someone v one this year I'll probably want to date them for like three maybe four years before I pull the trigger on like getting married um I'd probably want to be married for at least three or four years um before uh, having kids if I do want to have kids um, that puts me at like 40 so I don't think I want to get any older man and like I feel for, you know I'm talking about it like as if I have a fucking biological clock uh, women have it way harder um, but for me it's like I don't want to be like 75 with a 14 year old i know the feeling because as i approach 40 yeah i I have to think about this a lot too right um i uh you know i'm coming at the point where i either got to just jump in or or give it give give up on the idea of ever being a father yeah um uh i haven't given up on the on the idea of it yet Mm -hmm. but i'm getting pretty close to it um i'm not seeing anybody i haven't seen anybody in a year but um, if I do find somebody, I'm 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 not closed off to it. Although, the reality is, is that I probably need to date somebody younger, mm-hmm. significantly younger. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know significantly. But... Well, I don't have to, but yeah, <laughs> you, you improve your chances. Yeah, right? you improve your chances. And then, um, but the the other the other side of that coin is if you're gonna go down that if you're gonna go down that that uh, that path, being an older being an older father means I have to be in good shape. Because mm-hmm. it's not the kid's fault that that he was that I, he was born late in my life. If yeah, it happens, for sure. And I want to have the energy to keep up with them. And I I always you always hear about parents like I don't want to have a kid old because I want to have the energy, right? Yeah. Um, there's a big correlation to being young and being in shape, and a correlation to being old and being out of shape. So yeah. you gotta you gotta if you take one of those those things out of the equation, right? You you see people that are that are in their 40s and 50s and they're in mm-hmm. excellent shape and they have more energy than than I did when yeah. I was 21. Yeah, that's true. That's so, very true. Um what I won't be looking forward to is if it ever happens is the late nights <laughs> the late night wake-ups calls from the kid. Well, I think that yeah, I think that's what it is. It's like I think you're right. You're right about the whole energy thing by all means. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's like important to have a good diet and like exercise so that you have that energy. Yeah. I think for me is like the idea of having a kid late in my life um is would be more so that it's like I don't I don't 
maybe this would change my mind, the fact that I have a kid, but, like, I don't know that I would have the patience, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'd just be a little older and be like, oh, man, like, I don't want to deal with that shit, you know what I mean? (laughs) I think right now I still have that patience, (laughs) but I think, like, at 70 or whatever that number would be, but, yeah, you figure if I have kids in my early 40s, like, they'll be out of, like, out of my house by, like, the time I'm 60-ish, so I think that's perfect because it's like, oh, I get to still enjoy the second half of my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, considering that they're not fuck-ups. <laughs> That's why I don't want to have kids. I don't want to fucking bring a fuck-up into this world. You know, there was a I was on Reddit the other yeah. day, and uh, there was a thread that, that said, uh, people have read it. Um, what, who, what, who parents are out there that love your kids but are, are convinced that they're assholes? <laughs> There this a lot of thread people. had 1,800 comments oh of people my like, God. I love my son, but he is a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn. Man. Uh, I wonder if my mom's on there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> search for her comments. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, I, don't think, I don't think anyone in our family is, a, is an asshole. I think some of us are a pain in the ass to my mom, but <laughs> it's never been like I'm just a flat out asshole. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I think we been, have that. We've been lucky, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, man. Well, cool. Should we rapidly wrap this up? Yeah. Cool. Let's hope the whole episode uploads, uploads. this week. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Did you talk about your goals though? For oh, this I week? did it. Yeah. I did it. I kind of snuck out of that, didn't yeah. I? Um, so goals for yeah. the week of September 4th. Yeah. Oh, by the way, question, quick question. Uh, you do realize that this is a short week and five days means that you have to go to the gym every day I through do. Saturday. Yes. All right. Just checking. <laughs> um, I tell you what, I'm going to match you on that. I'm going to get to the gym five times this week and then I'm going to go hard on uh, getting myself lined up into a good eating space. I'm not going to. Um, my goal is to not have another week where I I dig into Cheerios. Yeah. By the way, they were stale. Yeah, I, they always are, even when they're br- brand new. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is horrible. Yeah. Why did people invent this? Um, yeah. Um, so when I say uh, so, what I want to do is is go uh, very very tight on my my plan with with very t- zero to to very low carbs. Yeah. In, intake. Nice man. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. Well, let's uh, uh, we'll check in in six days then, because it'll be Sunday. Um, happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to Beyonce. Uh, Is it her birthday? It's her too? birthday tomorrow. <laughs> Everyone reminds me of that. <clears throat> Beyonce. Um, and then it's also Kyle Mooney's birthday. Oh, uh, there you go. From SNL. Kyle uh, Mooney. Is he dead? <clears throat> he's dead, right? No. no. <laughs> he's, Is he still alive? He's on SNL right now, dude. <laughs> Kyle. Oh, Kyle Mooney. Yeah, yeah. I thought you, you meant the, the black guy. Oh, no, no. Uh, who am I thinking about? Something I don't Mooney. Know. The, the, the epic comedian. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, but thanks so much. <clears throat> Jesus, I'm losing my voice a little. Thanks so much for listening uh, to the TWL podcast, episode 36. Uh, please subscribe and review us. And then also you can check me out and check my progress at LA Carnivore. That's LA as in Los Angeles Carnivore uh, on Instagram. And then you can check out our TWL podcast account on Instagram is TWL podcast. Twitter, it's tweet TWL. TWL lived. 
podcast. podcast. And yeah. Facebook is TWL Podcast. Or you can go to TWLpodcast.com. Boom. And then do you have any other plugs? Uh, you can reach me at, at Mr. Drew Garcia on Instagram, Twitter, and everywhere you can find. Fine. Oh, wait. That's just me. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. Well, y'all have a great week and we will talk to you in six days.